Welcome to the first ever 10-minute talent show. My name is Justin Cross, and to kick off this podcast, to lay the groundwork for who we are and why we're talking to you about the world of hiring, job seeking, and staffing, is Horizontal's very own EVP and co-founder, Jeremy Longevin. Jeremy, how's it going? It's going great. Almost went with Jerry there. Almost went with Jerry. <laughs> we're going to leave that part in. Uh, you know, I, I did, uh, you know, I was thinking about this right before we came on. I was like, you've been in staffing for a long time, but did you ever think that staffing would eventually lead to you being a podcast star? I did not connect those dots. <laughs> in fact, uh, nobody sets out to be in staffing. So um, taking a career in staffing plus going into podcasting, yeah, that was, so. that was not in the roadmap. You've been in front of the microphone before, though. Uh, people don't know this, but uh, you you were in a band, right? You were in. A, I was, yeah, you were in a rock band, right? Yeah. That, you got to tell that story. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to how horizontal started sure. and staffing. We're gonna talk all about that, but I don't want to bury the lead here. I mean, you were you were discovered. I was, yes. It was, uh, you know, kind of a later in life thing for me. I was uh, singing karaoke at a at a local establishment with some neighbors one night, and they I, I got up and I was singing some songs and having a good time, and they're like. You're not afraid to get up and sing? I'm like, no, I love it. This is great. And they're like, well, we're actually thinking about putting a band together. Yeah. Um, one of my neighbors was a guitarist in the church band, mm. and another was a part-time drummer. And they said, we're going to put together a band, and we're going to play my wife's uh, 40th birthday party, Yeah. and we need a singer. Um, you want to you wanna join us? You want to give it a shot? That's awesome. So, of course... Uh, you know, I thought, well, yeah, I've never done that. I can't read music. I can't play an instrument. Um, but if uh, not getting uh, afraid to get up and sing qualifies me, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys do covers? Is that what it was? <clears throat> yeah, we did covers. Um, we end up, uh, we as in they, uh-huh. um, uh, the the true musicians actually wrote wrote some music. But yeah, mainly a cover band. So I was in it for for about three years and went from playing a you know a fortieth birthday party with twenty thirty people to uh, some gigs that had as many as two three hundred and wow. and uh, some paying gigs and and it was certainly uh, way more than I would have ever thought I would achieve as a, as a musician and as a singer but. It was really fantastic, and um, they're still playing today. I I bowed out after kind of my time was up, and and they're still playing, so it's pretty cool. Do, do you ever do you ever just kind of guest, you know, kind kind of come on stage once in a while, show up at a show, and they're like, Jeremy, come on out here, and I did know. that. I did that one time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're playing at a at a bar. We, my wife and I, and some friends went and watched, and they uh, at one of the. Briggs came and said, "Hey, do you you want to get up and sing one or sing one tonight?" And I said, "Yeah, let's do it." And uh, that was at like nine o'clock. Yeah. And at like twelve thirty, <laughs> after kind of all the songs that I probably would have really enjoyed, yeah, singing, um, they called me up and I I can't remember the song. It might have been like Danny California or something like that. Oh yeah, Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers, and uh, I sang it, and my wife afterwards was like, "That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> like you need to, you need to practice. You you can't just oh, get man. up out of the, out of nowhere and and hop in and sing. And but uh, I actually went uh, last weekend and saw him play and 
had some people ask me, like, are you going to get up and sing? Yeah. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your wife doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't want that feedback, you know? Yeah. No, that's that's awesome, though. Like, in, uh, you know, one of the stories that I first heard when I started here at Horizontal uh, a few months back, actually, was, and I didn't expect this at all, but it, it was a really cool story. It was about how we, we started. So if you can, just indulge us a little bit on how, how Horizontal got started, because it is actually a pretty cool story. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of twofold. It was kind of um, when and how I met Sabin, who's one of the other co-founders, and then kind of how it came together. But um, yeah, I was working for a a large staffing company and played a hand in recruiting Sabin Ephraim out of, uh, he was with Ernst & Young at the time. And we, you know, he had been a road warrior consultant for them for a long time and was kind of ready to put his put some feet on the ground and, and not travel as much. So we recruited him and we placed him at, at a couple of my clients. And back then, and this is part of the, this is how old I am kind of <laughs> component of it. Um, we used to hand deliver all of the checks to our consultants on a weekly basis. Yeah. So it's kind of almost kind of pre direct deposit a little bit and we paid weekly. And, and so as an account manager, I would drive around to all my clients that I had consultants on billing, mm-hmm. and I would hand deliver their paychecks on a weekly basis. And with Sabin, uh, he would like to go. He he would come down and say, oh, "Let's go outside," and he'd he'd want to catch a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and so pre vaping, by the way. Right? Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Or in other words, bang a heat. Um, <laughs> Banging heat. <laughs> I love it. So. Um, so we'd go outside and he would have a smoke and, and we would chat and it'd be like 20 minutes, uh, uh, talking. And so doing that once a week for, you know, nine, 10 months, we just started to become pretty close and, and, uh, we discovered that we, we were a lot alike and, and thought about things similarly, had, had ambitions for greater things and, uh, you know, start talking about business and ideas and, and things like that. But I think more than anything, we just became good friends. And uh, so over the next couple of years, um, he did some more assignments for us, consulting on IT type projects. And then he started winning some projects on his own. And mm-hmm. when he would do that, he would come to to me and the company I worked for and we would provide him uh, staff augmentation of, of uh, other IT resources. And he started getting a little more momentum with that. And at one point, he won uh, an, an engagement um, with a combination of Microsoft was the end client and McCann Relationship Marketing, who was the agency of record for Microsoft. And Microsoft had asked them to build this marketing automation platform um, and uh, they needed some help on the IT side in order to, to build it. So McCann basically hired Sabin to come in and, and help, uh, help with this build. Sabin came to me and said, I need some resources to go out to Redmond and, and build this thing. And through this project, it was uh, Chris Daly, who was with McCann at the time, and Sabin and myself, essentially three people from three different companies providing services to this one customer um, on, on one big project. And I think that was really kind of the where the idea came in to say, hey, you know, we could be build a company where we do the user experience design and the strategy, the technical execution, 
And also, if there's needs for staffing resources, um, we can provide that as well. So that was kind of the light bulb moment uh, for, for Horizontal. And after that project, uh, Sabin partnered up and joined uh, with Chris, mm-hmm. uh, who left McCann. And at the time, they approached me and said, hey, you want to you wanna join us? And, <laughs> and I kind of chickened out. Um, you know, I was, uh, I was having kids and... Um, making a good living where I, where I was and wasn't quite ready for the risk. So over the next couple of years, I would continue to staff them as they had needs. And then uh, a few years later, I was, I was ready to take the leap, and, and I joined them, and, and uh, the rest is, is history, as they say. That's awesome. So it's funny, I mean, the, the, from a karaoke night to a rock band and from, you know, uh, you know I don't know if you were, but having a heater out, outside of a building and all of a sudden you, you know, are now – what is it? Almost twenty. Where, where are we at now? How long has Horizontal been around? We're now? About eighteen years. Eighteen years. So, uh, what is like? You know, a lot of people start companies, but they fizzle out for various reasons. Like, what? You know, what's allowed us to kind of evolve to to sustain during tough times, but also evolve and and grow. And, and obviously, uh, had a great year last year. But how, what what's allowed for that growth? Well, I think one of the biggest things uh, from the beginning, and I alluded to a little bit is that um, you had three people coming from different industries, walks of life that came together. Um, So it was really the, I think the diversity of our thinking and the diversity of our our backgrounds and experience, but coming together, um, that's been a big part of it from a leadership perspective. And then approaching the market with um, a unique set of capabilities. Again, it's you know, we can provide the services that our clients would maybe have gone to two or three or four other companies and tried to pull that together themselves, yeah. where they can come to us and get the same services uh, from one company. And and then that puts us in a much better position to be successful with them and to become customer intimate with them because we're helping them in different ways. So I think that that uniqueness, really being able to provide um, a unique set of services um, to our clients has, has fueled a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but then when you take um, kind of the best practices that we had learned from working with large companies um, that, that we all came from, um, but applying more of an entrepreneurial spirit and attitude and, and aggressiveness to that, um, you know, I think that's been a big part of it. You said it great, and uh, I next I want to tease this for a future podcast. All right, I think next I think next time we ha- we get you on, um, what was the song that you sang karaoke night that got you into the band? What was the Do you remember what it was? It was probably uh, American Girl by Tom Petty. Oh man, I'm sweaty for Tom Petty. I'm just going to say that. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're going to have you maybe do a little American Girl. Uh, not now, not now. But we're going to tease it. Next time up here, we'll record an episode and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you on the mic. Hey, with this microphone sitting in front of me, it's uh, <laughs> it's not a stretch that I will start singing. So <laughs> let's do it. Awesome. Jeremy, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Justin. One of the things that I personally like uh, about you know joining the team here is that it it's a it's a medium sized business, right? So like you yep. said, you have you know, and I come from a, a you know big staffing company as well, and like 
you know, having that sort of almost family feeling, you know, like we're going to talk about company culture in later podcasts, but I I do not to just say it, but like, I really do feel it here. And I think you guys have done a great job. You know, has that been a big part of, of what you've wanted to, you know, create Chris as well, Savin as well, like have that sort of uh, family feel, if you will. Absolutely. I think if you, you know, if you approach your day, you know, looking at who are, who are our customers and, and really the first one for me is our employees. And, um, we need to, to, to foster an environment where um, people want to be a part of it. People are excited to come in. Uh, people feel like they have a great opportunity in front of them. Um, there's, there's a lot of trust in, in the relationships. Um, you know, that, that's, that's really where you need to start. And if you have that, now you've got uh, a, a good base level. And then from there, you focus on your customers, mm-hmm. uh, the clients, our consultants, you build great solutions for them, um, great experiences for them, and and then you keep that innovative mindset um, that that we're not going to do the same thing tomorrow as we did today. We're going to always seek that improvement and and uh, strive for for better uh, services. Then then I think you've got a, a you know you've got a really good opportunity to be successful. But I think yeah, you look at. Um, you know, for me, what, what gets me excited to come in every day and what gets me out of bed is the fact that we've got a lot of employees, a lot of team members that have said, I'm, I'm joining Horizontal and I'm doing it because I see a great opportunity yeah. to, to, to learn and grow and be successful. So that means we have to, as leaders, we have to help help create that and, and uh, guide the company down the right path. And, and so we're, you know, we're very close to, to all of our team members. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just doing this podcast, you know, I, I've, I've wanted to do this at, at last couple of stops and for different reasons, have been able to do that, you know, and that wasn't a problem at all here. You know, you guys were super open to that. And I think that's kind of one of those things where you feel like you're banging your head against the wall a little bit, you know, you're like, come on, like, why not? And, uh, and so I think that's, that's a huge part of it. And last thing, you know, at least on my side that I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, because we are in such a job seekers market. Yeah. You know, you talked a lot about, you know, how clients, how big companies or small companies, medium sized companies can, can use a staffing company and how we've worked with them. But for job seekers who maybe they've had a little ex- bit of experience working with a staffing company, you know, I, I kind of got in this world through staffing myself, through a recruiter. How can, how can we help those folks? Yeah, well, I think it, you know, the table stakes value that we need to offer our consultants in the job seeker is, is that. Um, deep connections into companies and and the hiring managers. So, you know, I think that's why that's why people come to us because we have we have opportunities at our at our clients. Um, but it, it it needs to be more than that. We we need to have the great relationships with our customers, so we're we know the types of projects that they're trying to fill the the positions on. Uh, we know the the, the culture um, of the team and of the company, mm-hmm. so that we're able to represent that back to to the, the the job seeker. And I think as a as a job seeker, I think that's that can be a, a tough thing to try to determine through the process. Yes, yes, absolutely. Is hey, I see a job description looks good. Yeah, I'm going to apply, and then you go through the process. But at the end, you're still really taking a leap of faith on whether it's going to be the right fit for you. Yeah. And so what what I think we, we 
try to do and do pretty well is be able to really articulate um, what that person, what that job seeker would be getting into, what that experience would be like, what the what the hiring manager relationship would be like. And if we can do that well, then I think we end up with, with those great matches mm-hmm. um, way more often than not. 